They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes, and I'm here to tell you who they are. As a Community Futures Development Corporation, Valley Heartland has been on the front lines of change, supporting women entrepreneurs in rural communities for over 30 years. Through business programs, grants, loans, mentoring, training, and events, Valley Heartland has been activating talent, raising awareness, and building capacity for women enterprise in the greater Ottawa Valley region. Led by an all-female staff team, Valley Heartland has a relentless focus on innovation and entrepreneurship to create social and economic value in Lanark County. Visit valleycfdc.com to learn more and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. This born and raised maritime girl got a taste of the business world at an early age, working with her parents in their family business. She gained valuable life skills with one of the most important ones being customer service. This babe was working hard building other businesses and watching them grow, while deep down she knew her passion of owning her own business was something that she longed for. As with many of my guests, though, it was while she was off on mat leave that she decided to take the it's now or never leap and she decided to start a whole new chapter and opened her children's boutique. Please welcome customer driven and local business supporter, Nicole Hunt of Carousel, the shabby chic children's boutique in downtown Carlton Place. Hello, Nicole. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Nicole. I've been super excited to get you on ever since stumbling across your, your children's boutique when I was chatting with Cindy from the Small Business Center. Cindy, I feel like we're going to be giving her so many shout outs with every business out in Lanark County because after I connected with her, she's just been connecting me with all these wonderful local businesses. Um, so Nicole, before becoming an entrepreneur, I want to know what you were doing. Um, where are you from originally too? And what did you go to school for? Um, well, I'm actually from um, Porter's Lake. So it's just outside of Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia, born and raised there. Um, actually, I started, I didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school. So I kind of took that little break because I was didn't know what to do. I didn't want to go to, more, to do more school without a goal at the end because I need a goal to reach. So I went right into retail and I just had my first job, did all kinds of different little retail things and moved up really quickly. Um, my, I, my very first job um, was at Jeans Experts, if that's even a thing anymore. <laughs> I'm probably dating myself. Um, anyway, I, within two weeks, I went from part-time to manager of that store. So I knew then I could handle a lot and I could multitask and I was only 17 at the time. Um, and that's where it all started for me, other than working with my family. Um, they had a business, but I wanted to kind of do my own thing and just try different things. And I love shopping. So <laughs> I did, I did the retail thing. <laughs> Anyways, I, I then moved up here, up to um, Ontario and I get into uh the financial industry and I worked for TD Bank for uh, just over 11 years and then went into um, being an executive assistant to another financial firm, um, basically just handling everything there and doing all the planning and all the behind the scene things to make everything go flawless, which was great. Um, but then I, I didn't love it because it wasn't fulfilling for me. I was building other businesses, watching things grow. And then I personally wanted my own business. And, and I always dreamed of having a, a children's store because I love kids. I love decorating. I just love all the aspects of a little children's boutique. Um, I had, I got married, had two, two beautiful little girls and then was pregnant again for my third. And that's when I started this. So what made you initially take that jump then? Um, and when, when abouts like did you decide that you wanted to go all in like was it more near the end of your mat leave i think it was more as soon as i found out and a few months after i was pregnant i started thinking about it because i really hated leaving my kids like i always it, it would just kill me every time i'd have to drop them off 
for their first day at daycare. And then I'm going to work and I literally like could have wore sunglasses all day because I bawled my eyes out all the way to work. So I wanted, in my mind, I was thinking if I had my own business, I could bring my kids with me if needed. They could help me. They could learn from mommy. They could help me do like little orders or whatever I was, I was doing at the time. And that was kind of a big part of why I did it because I wanted to keep longer with my kids. I wanted my family to be together and them to be able to hang out with me because so many times it would break my heart that they'd be like, well, why can't we go with you? Why can't we stay home with you? I mean, honest, like it's nice to have your little time away, but I miss them. So this type of atmosphere and this type of job, you can have your kids here and it's not weird because it's a kid store, <laughs> you know, and people actually like it. And I mean, I started when he was like, well, I, I kind of started a little early because <clears throat> I could start working on this while he was still in my carrier. So I would carry him around and do my little thing and, you know, set up my store and stuff. And he'd be with me. I could still take care of him when he was a baby. At that time, both of my girls had started school. So I only had one-on-one -on -one time with him. And it, I would have never had that if I wouldn't have made that leap and, and started this. So when and where did you originally open? And what made you not want to just open a children's and maternity store, but a consignment store specifically? Because that's initially what you had opened up. Yes. Um, I originally started in a, in a smaller location, still on Bridge Street, but just it was just a little tiny location because I didn't want to, you know, take on too much. If, if what if it didn't work? You don't know, right? You're taking a, like a leap of faith, hoping people are like, yeah, I want to go there. Let's check this little store out. So I picked a smaller location. I started there. Um, and originally for my how I got the carousel name was um, one of my really good friends friends um, I was in her basement helping her with something and there's this old horse just this old kind of it needed a little TLC but it was like a legit little carousel little horse and I was at the time I had was throwing different names around and it's, it's hard to come up with a name that's not taken mm -hmm. for one and one that kind of encompassed what I was envisioning so she saw me looking at this horse and she's like do you want that? Like, you seem like you're like, do you want that? And I'm like, yeah, is, can I have it? I'll buy it. <laughs> and so she's like, you can have it. You know, it was, I think it was her grandfather's or something like that. It was like in her family for a while. So it's not like it was an older one, but it was from like a smaller little carousel, like an actual carousel. So I, I took it and I had it like <clears throat> refinished in like, um, kind of like a chalk paint and then I just like dark waxed it just to bring out all its features and just kept it very neutral because I just didn't I wanted it to be like the stunning piece but not overwhelming just to kind of be like oh that's so pretty right and it was in my window and the reason I wanted that is because when I was thinking of doing a consignment boutique when I think of consignment I think it's it's I feel it's good for the environment you're reusing everything goes in a circle just like a carousel so you know like I might buy it for my little guy he outgrows it I bring it back someone else buys it for their little guy and it just keeps going around and around as long as the clothes is still good <laughs> and it just it helps the community it's it's an affordable way to shop but also I brought in only the brands that I loved and the quality that I would put on my own children so I think it kind of distinguished me and made me a little bit different than, than other consignment stores, which is what I wanted. I wanted my brand to be that, that it was unique and that it was quality. And how long did you have the consignment store for before you converted then over to more so being a high-end boutique? Um, I stayed there for almost three years that I stayed in that location. Um, and I just listened to my customers. I, I was getting too big for that space but I was getting more consigners like people were coming I have consigners all the way from Quebec to Orleans to like there's there's they're from a lot a lot of different places not just Carlton Place that can sign their clothes with me so I was running out of room and then I had people saying oh I wish we had this in Carlton Place oh I wish we had I always have to go elsewhere to get this and I thought well I could do that 
Like, why can't I provide that for my community? And it's still children's related. Um, and so I, I branched out into toys and I branched out into different things that I liked for my own kids that I knew were staples in our house were like, say, Melissa and Doug or happy wooden toys that they don't, they don't, they never break, right? Like, they're like you can use them over and over again. So I brought in brands like that to start. And then it just went from there. It just, um, I got a bigger location, which now I've, this is my third year in this location. Um, I started bringing in like local things right from, right from the beginning as well. Um, and I was able to expand on all of it because I had more space. And I still find that you're even not running out of space yet, Nicole, because I've seen pictures of your space already and it's just jam packed. It's literally, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a child's dream for all the toys, a mom's dream for all the clothes for her kids. But getting back to the consignment piece specifically, now, do you still have people that drop off or I should say, do you still have consign consigners that still negotiate um, like clothing prices and dropping off clothing pieces and stuff with you because you did mention to me before the podcast that you still have a section in the back while mostly everything in the front is more of the retail spot mm -hmm. um no I have um so I have a contract that I that all my consigners will sign before they 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 set up an account with us and I always made it the same for everybody when it when they come in so like um it's a 40 60 split so 40 to the consigner um, and then all it's like a credit to the store. So again, it's going around and around like carousel, right? Like it's like, so you're investing back in, but then you can, you don't have to buy more clothes. You can use it on anything in the store. So I have so many consigners that just do that because then it's like shopping for free or just trading because they bring in the clothes that they no longer fit their children and then they buy birthday gifts or they'll buy a baby shower gift, or they'll buy a mug for themselves. <laughs> you know, like it goes, it just keeps going. Um, but what I, what I do, I don't, I, I set all the prices, unless it's something specific. So if someone brought in like this carrier that they paid a crazy amount of money, well, then I give them more of the, of the percentage and they can set their own price. Because I, I want everyone to be happy and everyone to make what they want to make off of the um, products that I'm selling so that they're happy and they come back, right? But the biggest thing that I do and what everybody seems to like um, is I give back to the community in the way that if I can't accept the clothes for some reason, if it's a little um, ripped or there's a paint stain on the arm or whatever, I will not sell that, but I will donate it locally to schools or to um, the interval house or places like that in town that they will use those things for like play clothes or maybe people that just can't come in and do the shopping but they need some extra pants for their little one that's potty training or whatever happens um, that's what I do so any anything that's not here is all donated and then this the community still gets to benefit where the, where they need what a great idea to do that instead of referring someone to donate the clothes to value village or the salvation army where they're going to still take the item and resell it um mm -hmm. now when people come in and again specifically for the consignment items do they are they able to negotiate prices with you or is that kind of like a set price point no one's ever really asked me to be honest everyone um that has shopped here has always said that my prices were on point and that i don't overprice anything that it's like if you're coming in to buy a t-shirt you could probably buy for like eight dollars somewhere i'm not going to sell it for seven you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. been worn it's here so i usually try to do maybe half the price just so that it's it's it makes sense because if not why wouldn't you just go buy new somewhere when we could buy here and you're also supporting other moms right because those moms that are consigning their clothes are getting credits here that they can use for their own kids again so i feel it's a way to all support each other and I'm just like kind of like the, the umbrella around it but it's all to help everybody that's that's in my store so Nicole can someone just come off the street to drop off clothing and negotiate um a consigner's price with you or are you just generally sticking with former consigners that you already have partnerships with uh, no I I do accept new new consigners as well um I'm just 
I just put it out there right off the bat that I'm super picky. So um, if you bring me your clothes, like please make sure there's no stains, rips, it's current, the brands are reflective of that. And then I have no issue. It's just when I, basically when I'm tagging things, I want to be able to put them out on the floor. Everything's on my online store as well. So I take pictures of everything that comes in and, it, and we put it online. So it's a lot of effort to run the consignment part. So I want to make sure what I'm putting out there is worth it for everyone that's shopping. And again, specifically for the consignment <laughs> piece, do you have certain sections for boys and girls with certain sizes, for example, like zero to three, six to 12, uh, 2T, or are there multiple items available in a variety of sizes or is it just the one size? Um, in the consignment, it's all in size order. It, it, from from the maternity clothes to the baby clothes, it's all in size order because I find it super crazy if I'm shopping somewhere and I have to look at everything when I only want zero to three. <laughs> so I keep it as easy for moms to just be like, okay, I need this size. And I mean, nowadays, especially with when now that COVID is hit and everything's weird with, with uh, life, um, it has to be, people are, aren't as, they're not shopping as long, right? So I want everything to be super easy. And I've always been like that. So if you want zero to three, or if you want size eight plus, it's all sectioned off. So you can just go to the size you need. And I, it's funny because people will laugh because I know where everything is in here. So if somebody will say, do you know if you have a rash guard in size five? Yep. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and there I go. And I, and I know exactly where it is. And people are like, oh my God, this is amazing. Or I'll have moms that just like, will give me a Facebook request. I need shorts in size this, just, 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 just. and they'll give me a list. They don't even need, want to see pictures. I just put it all together. They e-transfer and they pick it up outside. They don't even look like they just know that I'm going to put a good outfit together. <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of fun. That's awesome. You're basically just like a personal shopper for all these moms. Okay, Nicole, you got to add this as a bonus perk right now. You're doing free manual labor here. <laughs> oh. That's perks of a small business, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and carrying local made products is also very important to you, Nicole. And I see that you carry a lot of local brands, including the Little Buck Shop, Ash & Co., no low socks and so many others. We literally can sit here all, all day name dropping all the companies that you carry, but how do brands work with you to specifically feature their products in your store? Um, honestly, almost everyone I have has reached out to me on Instagram. <clears throat> so they like my, they'll come in as shoppers first. And I've had so many of my makers, which I, I love them all. They're all like my family, but they have come in and they, they're like, we creeped you first. <laughs> to make sure we'd want we liked you and to make sure that we'd want our stuff in your store and I was like that's fair that's fair like I'm okay with that and they'll come in and they'll just be like regular shoppers or like consigners and then they turn maker like you don't know who's in front of you sometimes and what they you know what kind of art they make or what they can do and a lot of them is, have been like that I've if I needed like certain brands like Little Buck um, I followed them on, on Instagram and then we connected and we met in person and then now I carry their stuff. So that was kind of, I like to meet all my little makers or, or small businesses that are all in with my store first, just so that we have that connection, you know? And yeah, that most of them have, have kind of reached out to me because they like my vision. They like my store. Um, they'll like how it's set up because their stuff is, is set up really nice so that it, it does sell right? It's not hidden. Everyone has a section. Like it's, it's, it's good. It's organized. Yeah. We have a store like that kind of similarly. Um, it's called favorite things in downtown Pembroke. So I'm from the Petawawa Pembroke area okay. and we have favorite things and it used to be called local. And what they would do is feature and showcase local Canadian brands all across Canada. And so their, their makers would feature products in their store, but um, it's, it sounds like you do the very same thing with your store, except it's more geared towards children, baby mamas, all that kind of stuff. Now, yeah. do, you, do you carry, um, products from the States or is it just strictly Canadian? Uh, no, it's just, I don't, all the makers I have, I think the furthest one I have is still in Canada is Vancouver. <laughs> so I, I try to keep it all like even the backpacks that I sell, um, both brands are Canadian. 
So it, yeah, I, I think if you do the background work first, you can always find people that are closer than you think that make amazing products. Absolutely. And there are so many small businesses in the area. And it's so nice, again, Nicole, that you're giving them the platform and the space to showcase their products. And then I love too what you do on Instagram is that you'll put together a little outfit along with like a toy on like a I think I was even thinking of one that I saw recently because all the outfits I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so dangerous. I cannot wait to come visit and like literally go on a shopping spree for my daughter. But it was like literally a little, um, a picnic blanket. It was like, you know, a little picnic lunch and it's got a little summer dress and a hat and like some sunnies and you tag each of the businesses. And I love that it's each little business that's featured. It's not even like two products in the same place. It's so nice to be able to um, give that business that platform, like a free platform too, and say, look at, this is what you can buy. This is where you can find them, or you can come support us and come here and shop and see it all in person. And which is so awesome because we can do that again. <laughs> I know it's huge. It's like, I missed all the little interactions with my, with my customers and yeah, it's, it's just good to be back open so people can see all this stuff again for themselves and not, it's not everyone lo loves shopping online people want to see it and like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, this would be perfect because they can envision it online sometimes with pictures. I mean, it's okay if that's your only option, but I, I even myself, I like to be able to see the quality, see the different things that can match with it because I like to like look at different things, not just the one little picture, you know? <laughs> that's what I try to do in my posts is I try to add as much as I can to like spruce up the outfit and make it look all super cute. And some of it's consignment, some of it's new, some of it's toys, some of it, and it's a whole mix of stuff to show people that you can get everything here. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. The Starter Company Plus program provides training and coaching with the potential funding. You can be a business starting within its first years, expanding, or even purchasing their business. The Starter Company Plus program runs a business plan boot camp, putting together cash flow projections and provides an opportunity to compete and pitch their business to a committee for an award of $5,000 to put towards the growth of their business, followed by six weeks of business coaching. The next call for applications is now open, but the deadline is fast approaching. Get your application in by July 8, 2021. For more information, visit smallbizcenter.ca. Amanda Talker Media helps entrepreneurs and small business owners in the Ottawa Valley grow by gaining confidence through strategic branding, photography, and social media marketing. Her services include brand identity, brand photography and videography, social media marketing, and so much more. Amanda has teamed up with HA Video Productions to offer their social media workshops and other great services. It's time to add some fresh, creative content to your feed. Get in touch with Amanda on Facebook or Instagram at amandatalker.media to help you capture, market, and showcase your brand on all platforms. Hey, it's Jay. I'm a certified birth and postpartum doula from the baby days in Petawawa. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Speaking, though, back to shopping online, I remember last year when everything had shut down and we immediately were all running to, to online shopping and the Canada Post was all backed up with orders and it was almost like a thrill again, you know, ordering from Amazon and waiting for your package. I remember all the memes saying that too. Like it's like Christmas yep. morning on your doorstep. And then the lull kind of happened after like the second and then third lockdown where I think we just, we didn't run out of money. We didn't run out of money by any means, but I think that the, the thrill of ordering online just kind of went stagnant. We were just kind of done with it. Mm. Um, and then we were just waiting. And I remember hearing on the radio, I don't have the exact stats, but they, they said something like after the third lockdown was over and restaurants and retail were opened again. I think that restaurant patios had like an increase of like 40% in sales. And then retail was 30%, which doesn't seem very much, but it still was a lot more than versus when you guys were closed. And, and yeah. I also want to bring forward 
um, a quote that you actually said, because you just recently did a newspaper article in the Canadian oh. set. I read that. <laughs> and you had said small businesses are the safest places to visit because we truly care about our customers like family. So how have you kept positive during this crazy year? And how has the Carlton Place community supported you in your business? It, I think just being my, my positive self, like I'm, I'm a very positive person in general and I try to always keep smiling and I'm like a people pleaser. I like everyone to be happy, right? So I do everything I can to make sure my business is nice, um, it's welcoming. And then when I had to close my doors and I can't let anyone in, like, it, I'm not going to lie, it like hurt my heart, <laughs> you know, because that's their, that's my livelihood. This is my, my business, right? For my family, um, my kids would come to work and they even missed it, right? So what I did is I just would do, I did a few giveaways, even though we we're closed. Um, I just stayed connected on my social medias every way I could. I, I did little pictures of what we were doing today. Um, I showed that we're still keeping positive by doing online orders where we had to get everything in the store online and it wasn't all online because you could come in. So that was, that was, that was hard. That was like a, we all had to work together. We had like, I would get my whole family in here and even bring my dog and we were here for the day and we would just, <clears throat> we did when we were allowed to do local takeout, we would just pick up pick a restaurant in the downtown and take out from that restaurant. So we're supporting them, but we're all working our little butts off in here to get everything online, including my kids. So we just did kind of like a little, um, <clears throat> not an assembly line, but like one person took the pictures. One person was typing the, the description in there. The other person was tagging and hanging. <laughs> it was like, we all did our part. Um, but then I would post about that and post like, just so you know, we put 200 items on today and then it was like flooded. People were, were, were online shopping because they need those things, right? Mm -hmm. And they would be normally be able to come in and just be like, hey, Nicole, I need shorts and, and this. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's just over there and they could go get it. Well, now they can't, they can't come in. I can't help them one-on-one. -on -one. So um, I did a lot of Facebook messages, like I mentioned earlier that I, I shopped for people. Um, people in the community were amazing. They would come and knock on the door, leave little gift cards through my mail slot. Um, they did little cards saying like, you're doing a good job. We see you in here every day. <laughs> and then we're going like this, like, you know, the little heart hand yeah. thing. Um, yeah. And I mean, even like customers, one of the things that I, I love animals is I always have a dog bowl outside. So even when I was closed, as soon as it got warm enough that it wasn't going to freeze, I have my dog bowl out and the customers were like, they love that. Like the dogs used to visit me and they come to the door, but they can't visit me. Yeah. <laughs> but I still had my bowl out for them. You know, like I try to do the little touches that people started to expect or, or appreciate that we did for the community. Um, that never changed. We still stayed positive and available, but we were just behind closed doors, you know? And I love that you've got your kids involved too, Nicole. And it sounds like you guys are like, you're kind of like, I want to say a one woman show, but you've got your kids in the back too. So are you like, are you the only employee behind the desk kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's me and I have my older daughter. So she's, she's uh, actually working now as we speak. <laughs> um, she's going to be 16 this year. So she's, she knows how to do it all. I, I taught her how to do from the cash to returns to, merchandising and she's just as chatty as me so it works out really well <laughs> we're a super close family like I feel we've been like that ever since we're little um no matter what I did I always tried to keep them involved but especially with this this business because I want them to know like mommy's not ignoring you when I'm telling you I'm working I'm actually working mm -hmm. you know like I'm not pushing you aside like I'm doing my toy order do you want to help me so I'll have my little guy sit with me what would you buy what, what are these pictures? What, what would you want mommy to buy? Ooh, he's like, I want one of those. And those. so he's the perfect age, right? So I'm thinking, okay, well, if he likes all this, my customers are going to like all this. So he will help me, my little guy Maddox, pick out the toys. And um, then my little Aubrey, she's, she's my middle one. She's 12. Uh, 
she also knows how to run the cash and do all the things if I'm with her. So I'll never like leave her alone because I feel she's still a little bit young. Yeah. But we can do it. Like I I mean it teaches them valuable skills like over this lockdown when we they've been home homeschooled, right? They're home they're at home doing school. This is their break was to come here and they learned so many different different life skills that they wouldn't probably have learned if they would have been in school all the time. So I feel like there's there's good and bad that have come out of COVID really because it's given them all the opportunity to be with me and to learn different things and just to grow as a family in this business. It really is a family business too. And getting your children involved is so important, Nicole. And I kind of want to talk about that because it's not just you who has recognized that, but your customers. And I'm going to keep quoting people throughout our your entire podcast interview here okay. because you've got so many quotes around your business. But one in particular that I read on one of your pa- on your Facebook posts was from a customer that actually quoted saying, you, Nicole, are teaching your children about business and community by having them involved in the store. And Nicole is the best definition of a mom entrepreneur. I Uh, thought, what a great review. (laughs) What a compliment. Because you are teaching your children life skills. Like you said, you probably wouldn't be learning in school. You definitely are not learning uh, customer service in school. You're not learning how to balance money, uh, working behind a cash. Like, And you had mentioned too that you were 17 when you stepped into retail. Your daughter is 16. That's only yeah. one year younger. And she's already getting that life experience and setting her up for success. But why do you think it's important for your children to not only see mommy working, but getting them involved too? Well, I think it's important to show like how strong, you know, as a woman business owner, you can be and all the things you can do. I mean, I have an amazing husband and he does lots of great things behind the scenes. And he's like my number one supporter, (laughs) you know, he will like, you know, there's those moments, you know, even as like a strong woman, you second guess sometimes you're like, I'm tired. Like, should I be doing all this? And, and he's like, yes, because you're amazing. You know, you're, and I think because of his example too, like my son feeds off of that and one of the comments he made to me the other day this is my son he goes um one of my customers came in and they said oh my gosh we're so excited that we get to come back in and open and you're doing such a great job and he says my little guy and he's really shy he doesn't really voice a lot so it kind of caught me off guard and he just says well that's because my mommy is like is like superwoman she does everything and she still is able to do all this work and still be the best mummy. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the, and the, it was, it was a, it was a husband, right? It was like a yeah. husband and wife. And he goes, Whoa, you just got major points, buddy. <laughs> it's almost like you wish you could record that. Oh, Nicole, you're tearing up and you're making me tear. <laughs> it was so cute. Wow. Though. Yeah. So I feel it shows I don't know. It just shows them a good example of like hard work pays off. Oh yeah. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It absolutely it so- does. And it's so great that you've got such a supportive husband who yeah. is more than willing to help you out and be there for you and to help take care of the kids. Because regardless if you're the one woman show owning your, your boutique, it having like your children involved and your husband there. And especially during COVID when you, when you had said you're doing the virtual learn and, and you've got, you just mentioned too, you got chickens at home. <laughs> like, I don't, don't know how you're doing it all. People bought dogs over COVID. I bought chickens. Like <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> we have our County. Like not in the city. everyone in the city was buying dogs and stuff. You might as well have just started in a farm. Oh God. That's oh my right. gosh. Well, it, it is, it, it's huge. It's like, you know, you can be successful and you can like have like this amazing little store that I'm growing, but it's behind the scenes, right? If I didn't have all the support that I do from my family, I it would be overwhelming. So they constantly just let me do my thing and I run the business, but I'm still like mommy and I'm still, you know, a wife and I'm still all those things and wear all the hats, but in the end, they allow me to showcase what I can do and what I love. And by doing that, it all works, you know? 
And I kind of want to talk a little bit about that too, about running a business and being a wife and a mother to, to three kids while also mm -hmm. looking after pets and stuff too. Um, <laughs> because if you're the only employee, you've got to close your store at some point, you've got to take holidays and, and time off. Um, mm -hmm. So how does that work with you? Like do you have a, a friend or anybody that can kind of step in on your behalf? I do. We have, um, we have one lady. Um, she's actually, she started out as a customer and she reminded me of like my mom <laughs> and we got a really good connection and she's a grandma and she was shopping. Um, she first started shopping at my old location for her first grandbaby. And now she has four. Um, and we just had a really good connection. She's just the sweetest person in the world. And one day she said that to me, you're going to get burnt out. You need me to help you. And I'm like, oh no, I'm good. You know, you just think you, you can just energize your buddy. No, I'm good. I'm, I got this. And then she came and she had coffee with me one day and we just sat down and she's like, if you ever need a break, if you ever want a day off with your kids, if you just want to go away for the day and not tell anyone you're gone, you can pretend you're working. <laughs> she goes, just let me know. Like I'm willing to learn like the ropes and help you out. And I thought, I feel that me, and I'm not the only one, but uh, the hardest thing is letting go and giving someone else, like, it's just for help. Like, you know, like me training someone else and me taking, stepping away. That's hard for me. Cause I, I built this. I feel like like I want things done a certain way. I have a certain look. I have a certain way that I do all my things, right? So it's a trust. I had to really trust her and it's the best thing I did. She has, she'll come in even when she's not helping me just to tidy something or she'll be like, oh my gosh, I was walking by and I saw your window. It looks amazing, but now I need to buy that shirt. So I'll replace it. So she'll, <laughs> she'll She'll go and she'll, she'll buy it off my mannequin and then redress it and then, you know, go off on her little way. But so she, she's the one that if I, um, we used to, before COVID, we would go to Disney. That was our family. I'd work all year and we would take the kids to Disney. That was our end of year. Like if we work really hard and we do really good in mommy's business, we'll go to Disney. And everyone's like, woo, right? <laughs> Um, and she made that happen. She, she ran the store while, while we were away. So she's my person. She, she's like a friend and a customer and just my soundboard. Like she's, she's amazing. That's awesome. Now, did you drop her name? Did I miss her name? It's Corinne. Corinne. <laughs> yeah. Well, Corinne, thank you so much for stepping up and actually being that sounding board to Nicole, because we all feel as women that we can accomplish everything and we can, we can do it all. And it's so hard to be able to pass that on to someone else and to have that trust and to say, I need that break. I need someone else to step in for me because we don't want to, we know no. what we, we know mm -hmm. what needs to be done. And that's the best part about working for a business, but you can't as much as you want to do it all. And you can do it all. You need that break too. And you need that time to step aside. And that's awesome that Corinne is able to do mm. with you guys. That's, that's fantastic. So Nicole, why should folks consider buying at their local children's stores versus from popular box stores like Walmart, Old Navy, or Gap? I think the biggest reason is because you're supporting a family. When you, when you shop at any small business, whether it's a, a shop like Carousel or if it's a restaurant, you're supporting that family that owns that business. You're not supporting a CEO or chain of, of a company that they're all doing really good and we're all paying for their you know expensive things it's it's like little people like me like me and my family um or like the restaurant next door to us that's like a husband and wife team like I feel if you're giving them the business you're helping them survive another day you're helping their little business to thrive as opposed to just getting random stuff you know at Walmart plus I feel small businesses have unique things <clears throat> that you're not going to find at Walmart. You know, like if you want an actual gift that you're going to go to the birthday party that you're not going to have six of the same thing because you all went to Walmart and bought the same toy. <laughs> if you come to a little shop like ours, it's different stuff. It's stuff that's classic and stuff that's going to last. And, it, and you're, you're helping like the biggest part, you're helping a family. 
And I find that downtown Carleton Place is a tight-knit community that supports one another. And again, my last quote here, I promise you guys, VIA coordinator Kate Murray has said, Nicole and her tribe of makers and moms are nothing short of amazing. I, I swear to God, Nicole, you've got, you <laughs> just promote the crap out of all these local businesses in your small community. Uh, although I shouldn't say small community because Carlson Place is actually quite big, but yeah, but it does seem like it's reciprocated with you as well. So everything that you give back to the heart of your community, it's reciprocated back and everybody sees that and they see you and they acknowledge that. And I just think all these quotes and reviews, I'm like, oh, this woman sounds amazing. <laughs> well, it was, it was emotional the first year that I did my, <clears throat> my move. Like that was a jump too, right? I went from a smaller location to probably one that's like three, si three times the size. Um, and I had to close for a little bit because <clears throat> I, I couldn't just walk over and you know like open we had to paint and it had to look a certain way and I'm really picky <laughs> so just just the the amount of people like when we reopened that day it was lying down all of Bridge Street to come into my store it was un unbelievable the amount of support and love and everything that came from that and then that's that year um was before COVID uh, but then there was no awards after that but we had a gala and it was people's choice. They got to pick which store they loved or supported or felt um, supported their community, just a bunch of different aspects. And, and we, were, we were picked, like Carousel was picked for that. And that was, so I got notified that I was a nominee and, but I had really amazing other people that were other businesses that were in, in the running and I was fairly new, right? I mean, this is my third year on this location, but I don't know, I'm very humble. I, I don't think like, oh, I got this. It's like, wow, I'm honored to be nominated with all these other people. I just wanna go for the date night. <laughs> you know, I got to dress up in this beautiful dress and just go out with my husband and have a really good dinner. Um, but then when they announced that it was, they, they did a quote actually, and if anyone knows me, I love coffee. And they said they were talking about this business. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then they said, they're like, and she did it with a whole lot of coffee. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, that's me. <laughs> and then I got this award. And then, yeah, you know, I gave my speech and I cried. And then the night was over. And it was the next day that everybody knew about it. Like, they come in and I was getting hugs and I got flowers and like, it was crazy the amount of like support that, that we have in, in the community. It's, it's overwhelming and it's, I'm grateful for it. And it's, it's everything. It's why I do what I do. That's awesome. It's so nice to have that support. And like I said, Nicole, it just, it really showcases across social media and these reviews and quotes don't lie. And people are sharing this amongst so many media platforms and it's it is humbling you know to hear that and uh and to see that um and to see what you're putting out there is is being recognized and so the work that you're doing to help support our local community is so appreciated well thank you <laughs> so nicole what makes your high-end boutique different from others why should people come check you out um honestly it's i think it's because we carry such amazing brands we have different things we have like an, a crazy amount of makers that have stuff here um plus we have the new and the consignment so you can come and it appeals to every every everybody um whether it's price point or you're just coming in because you forgot your sunscreen we got that or if you're coming in because you know you it's really hot and you need a t-shirt we got that <laughs> it's like all different things or birthday gifts or even yesterday, um, a lady needed gift baskets. She's like, my brother just had twins. Here's my budget. I'm picking, I'll pick it up this afternoon. Okay. So off we go. And me and my daughter, we created these gift baskets and it was done on time when she needed it. She came in, grabbed it and was off to see him at the hospital. So those kind of things, I feel you don't get that at a big box store. You don't get that in a lot of a lot of stores is the customer service like it's not just you can come in and get a cool toy it's the experience it's the chats it's just it's everything it's i think we show 
customers that we love what we do just because of the experience they receive when they come in. Yeah. Another reason why it's so important to support your local businesses because they go above and beyond, especially during the pandemic. We definitely saw that. Um, all right, Nicole, well, we are going to wrap this up and we are going to move into my rapid 10. So like I was saying, quick rapid fire questions, but oh. right when we get into it, because you are such a big supporter of local businesses, I'm going to get you to drop a couple shop local business names in this. So for my first rapid fire questions, we're going to do shop local, wooden toy company, go. Um, tiny tree. Shop local, nursery or playroom decor company? So a uh, simple little me. Perfect. Shop local, custom, custom designs biz. Yeah, mug, I could do CKP. Perfect. Awesome. Um, what was one way you kept your kids entertained during the lockdown? Um, well, they actually helped me a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we, we, we had loads of fun right here at the store. Um, yeah. It's funny because my, my, especially my youngest little guy, he loves coming here because it's like he's, he's, he's living in a toy store for half of his pandemic. <laughs> so he'd be like, I don't have that toy. And well, we're in the pandemic. And I'm like, absolutely. Here you go. You can test it out for mommy. <laughs> That's awesome. While he's like picking on the website being like, I think this would be fun. I think kids would like this and yeah, yeah. and I'll play and test them out just to make sure they work. <laughs> yeah. And, and he would, he would test out the toys and play in my big window that we have in our store at the front of the store. So customers walking by would actually stop and like have a chuckle because there he is like the live mannequin sitting in there playing with the toys. Um, speaking of toys though, what's Aubrey's toy pick of the day? She loves jelly cat. Anything yeah. jelly Cat, like stuffy is like like I mean she loves them she's 12 but man she has a few and they're beautiful like they're just so soft and if she because she will actually help me with customers pick out things and that's always her thing well we have to add a jelly cat I'm like yes we do <laughs> there we go and then what about for a toddler what's an age-appropriate toy to keep a toddler busy and entertained um I would say anything Melissa and Doug in that age range. What three items did you put together for the perfect baby shower gift from your store? I did a locally made blanket, a jelly cat stuffy, and a little a Judley sleeper. Perfect. Well, I have a bunch of baby showers this summer, so I know where I'm getting my stuff from. <laughs> and we can't forget dog moms either, Nicole, and you do feature a section for uh, for our fur babies. So what kinds of pet gear do you have for the summer? We carry Fufu brands and they're, so we have like everything from like water bottle toys to, uh, little balls to little bowls that they can eat out of, or like the, the collapsible ones that you can take with you to have a drink for your dog. Um, also like in the winter time, when it gets a little cooler, we have little pajamas for those little tiny dogs. Stop. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. we love our dog. We have a dog and she's honestly like my fourth baby. Like she's just as spoiled as the kids. If the kids get a new item, Piper gets a new item. That's our dog. So we started that because when our customers come shopping, we're dog friendly and they're allowed to bring in their dog with them. And it, I mean, before COVID hit, um, I would have little dog bones for my, my, my fur babies that would come in and they would literally from the tiniest little dog to, I have a great Dane that could put his face on my cash desk. <laughs> they would come for me to like snuggle them and like pat them. And so I thought it was only appropriate that I take care of all my customers, including my doggies. <laughs> And what is one local business to call that you want everybody to know about? That's a hard one because there's so many amazing businesses, even that I carry their products right here in my store. Like I could list like, like hundreds. Um, but one in particular, um, I think if I had to say would be my neighbor's Fresca. Um, their restaurant um, we've actually kept each other, you know, cheer, cheer each other on through this whole pandemic because we were both affected. We both had to close. Um, they can only do takeout. I can only do online. 
Um, so, you know, we, we talk every day and we'd make sure we're doing okay. And like, you guys got this and we would just keep each other positive. And then they actually have a little, a son. And so they would shop online with me if they needed anything. And then I in turn would do takeout from them. So we supported each other. We kept each other going. And as soon as we were able to open, it was just like the two of us met at the front and we were like, boom, <laughs> it was just like, so grateful and happy like we made it but I think it's partially I we made it financially but also keeping each other positive and just like helping everyone out like I'm a big supporter for all small businesses and I want everyone to do good I think all businesses are essential so they're they've worked hard and they're just like a couple and that's their livelihood they both work there so I would shout out to them I think they're amazing and they did a really good job and Nicole, great on you for being such a wonderful community supporter of our local businesses, keeping spirits alive with your positivity, keeping everyone going. And you did, a, I love what you said at the very end there, we made it. We yeah. are at the end of this. We are hearing, fingers crossed, good news with the remainder of service-based industries now hopefully opening up July 2nd, maybe earlier. We never know. I think that that's where we're going, but we freaking made it. This <laughs> is it. We cannot go back into another lockdown ever again, but it's because of our small businesses and our local communities. The fact that everyone has pivoted and worked together and has stayed strong and supported one another that we have made it. And obviously there have been a lot of local businesses who have not, and have unfortunately have had to close their doors. And we do recognize those as well. But you know what? There's bigger and better things ahead. You never know what might come out in the next year or two. But for now, we want to just thank all of our local businesses. Nicole, we thank you. And I want everyone to know too where they can support you, where they can find you. I cannot wait for my appointment in Ottawa in a couple of weeks because I'm coming to see you and <laughs> my shopping on. So tell everybody where they can find you in person, online, and on all the socials. We are in person. You can come in our shop at 149 Bridge Street in downtown Carlton Place, right on the main street. Um, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to check out Nicole at Carousel and I'm sure you'll see her kid, her kid, her kids working <laughs> behind the desk. You never know. Or in the window being a mannequin. You, you never know. <laughs> Anyways, guys, please keep remembering to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will see you next week.